we find solace, comfort, confidence, assurance in the presence of our Savior, Jesus, who laid it all down for you and for me. Praise God. This morning, draw nigh to Him, and He will fill your heart with hope, assurance, and confidence. Turning our attention to 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 2 to 9. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here, and turn eastward, and hide by the brook Kerit, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook Kerit, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. My Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of your word effective. In Jesus' name, we bind every powers of darkness, every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Be bound. We take victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This morning, the message is entitled, titled, the running brook, the running brook, praise God, the running brook. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Kerith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Praise God. Elijah hailed from a place called Gilead, a place that was rugged. And when you look up Gilead, you will find that it was a place of scorching heat. They say it was a place where the temperature went up as high as 120 degrees. Perhaps a barren place, a wilderness. He came out of a place that was perhaps barren, but he was a man of God who was very bold, empowered, in the presence of God, with the power from above, he was bold to stand up before the king and proclaim what the judgment that God had on the land. And we see after he pronounced what he had to pronounce, God tells him to go and hide himself by the brook Kidron, by, by the brook Kerit, 
hide there. Go and hide there. Praise God. Interesting. Perhaps after the bold announcement, Elijah was expecting to face immediate opposition. He was ready for anything and everything. Elijah was ready to roar and roll. But God puts him to the side. In other words, God temporarily benched him. Instead of moving forward, he was pumped with excitement and courage. And he wanted to just move forward. God tells him, no, just stay to the side. Elijah was ready for a showdown. But God shut him down. Sometimes when we are ready for a showdown, God shuts us down. We are ready to move forward, but when it's not the timing of God, God tells us to take a chill pill and chill, relax. So what does God tell him? He tells him, listen, I want you to go by the brook carrot and relax, hide, lay low. Praise God. Hallelujah. When God tells you and me to lay low, when God has orchestrated a lockdown for you, a shutdown for you, perhaps it's a time where God is preparing you, molding you, getting you ready for a bigger showdown, a bigger episode and event that God is going to usher in his own time. Before a showdown on Mount Carmel, God wanted to prepare his man by the brook of Kareth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The word of God says, and the word of the Lord came to Elijah. When was the last time you heard the word of the Lord? Amen. When you take up the scripture and start reading, do you hear the Spirit of God whispering into your ears? Can you hear God's still small voice speaking into your lives and giving you clear instructions as to what should be your next step in life? Praise God. Elijah had an ear for God, and he also had God's ear. Elijah had an ear for God. At the same time, he also had an ear for God. God was preparing this man of God. This morning, if you are in carrot, meaning if you are in a lock, down in a shutdown could it be that God is preparing you in the shadows for a showdown and if God is preparing you in the shadows are you yielding yourself to him so that he can do a greater deeper wider bigger work in you so that when you step out of the shadows, 
you can usher in the glory and the power of God like Elijah did. Quite often when you read the Bible, you see that the men of God who came out of the wilderness, experienced in their lives, they came with power. They came with, with a new sense of vigor and boldness. Don't you see that about Elijah? Don't you see that about Paul? Paul was in the Arabian desert for three years and he comes out with a new sense of purpose and power. David was running around in the wilderness as Saul was chasing, but he comes in with a new sense of power and purpose in his life. May the wilderness barren experience of your life, may it not push you to a corner, but may it allow you to be prepped up by God so that you can come back with a greater power and greater glory. Praise God. God tells Elijah to go and hide. Praise God. Then God tells later on, Go and show yourself to the king. Praise God. There is a time to lay low and there is a time to step out of the shadows. If you and I are synchronized to the voice of God, we can see that God's purpose will be fulfilled through your life and my life. So I want to draw your attention to the words that we read this morning. And we see the protection of God upon the man of God. Praise God. When God tells him to go and hide by the brook of Kerith, what God was telling him was, stay out of the reach of Ahab. Praise the Lord. Whether you are within reach or out of reach, God can protect you. Every child of God needs to know this. Praise God. Regardless of what season you are in, in your walk with Jesus, there will be time when you are within reach of the enemy. And there are seasons when we are out of reach of the enemy. When you are out of the reach of enemy, God protects you. And even when you are within the reach of the enemy, when Ahab stood before, when Elijah stood before Ahab, he was within the reach of Ahab. But God sustained him. When he was out of the reach of Ahab, God protected him. In every seasons of our lives, God is able to put his cordon of protection around us and keep you beyond the reach of the enemy that wants to harm you and maim you. Praise God. He can protect you when you are highly visible and when you are hidden. Praise the Lord. This passage shows us how God is able to protect us and also how God is able to provide for us. Praise God. The provision of God and the protection of God, at times God uses unconventional methods to protect us and to provide for us. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Look at the method that God is using to provide for the man of God. God tells him, go hide by that brook of Kerith. And you go and replenish yourself. You go and quench your thirst by the water that burns by the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to bring you a hamburger morning for breakfast. Breakfast hamburger and dinner hamburger. And you can go and you can quench your thirst by the water that runs by the brook. Praise God. Listen, how God can take care of his children. Praise God. If God had assigned a man or a person to feed him, perhaps they would have betrayed this man. Or if it was an animal, people could have tracked the animal down. But it was a bird. In other words, God used a bird, a raven, to airlift food for Elijah, and throughout the season that he stayed by the brook, he was fed morning and evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. The unconventional methods of God to sustain you and me when you and me are obedient to the voice of God. Praise God. You see the supernatural transportation and the natural effort of man combined together in sustaining the man of God. God sent a raven to feed him. At the same time, Elijah had to go down into that brook and get water to quench his thirst. Praise God. Hallelujah. How God can orchestrate event in our life so that you and I can be sustained. Praise God. When you and I in the program of God, in the provision of God, it's a season when God is nurturing us, when God is stretching us up, when God is building us up, when God is pouring into you, and when God is strengthening you and me from inside out but the bible says eventually the running brook became a drying brook praise god hallelujah so we see that eventually as time passed because of the drought in the land the brook that was running with water the brook that quenched elijah's thirst slowly and steadily Elijah could and could see it became trickling slowly it dried up praise God hallelujah the resources that God opens for us the question is can it dry up praise God hallelujah what does the drying brook in our life signify the drying brook reminds that God of Elijah is still in control. Amen. Praise God. Yes, the brook runs dry. Elijah saw the brook running dry slowly but steadily. The drought affected the provision for Elijah, not the God of Elijah. Praise God.
in every season you and i ought to come to a grips where we believe that the running that the drying brooks of our lives even in such a season god is in control of our lives praise god the pandemic around us the atmosphere around us the financial situations around us it can impact and affect your provision but let me tell you even in this season god is in control praise god it does not it cannot affect the god that you and i serve let me ask you a question my friend are you sitting beside a drying brook are your finances drying up is there a relationship that's drying up is your energy drying up is your strength being sapped is your bank balance drying up wondering why the brook that the lord led you to is drying up have you wondered that why is that the brook that the lord led you to is drying up it was god who directed and commanded elijah to go and hide himself by the brook in kerith why is that brook drying up god wants to open a new brook for you praise god seated by a drying brook when everything looks hopeless God wants to open a new brook for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Elijah lingered in that place even when he saw slowly and steadily the brook running dry. He waited till God told him what should be the next move in his life. If God had put him on a lockdown he would wait till God tells him when to move out getting ahead of God's program could be disastrous in our lives God's timing if we get ahead of God's timing that will derail the purpose of God in our lives behind the scene God was synchronizing a place a person and a provision for elijah my friend let me tell you this morning as a child of god you and i should be assured of the fact if you are sitting by a drying dying brook believe in your god who is able to synchronize a place a person and a provision that will sustain you in every seasons of your life praise god hallelujah the drying brook in our lives allows us an opportunity to get to know our god more intimately praise the lord the drying brook in our life would allow us to get to know our god more intimately praise the lord 
Hallelujah. Even when the brook was slowly, steadily drying up, the ravens kept bringing bread and meat for him. Even when the brook is running out for you, you dig into the bread of the word of life. Praise the Lord. You dig into the bread of life, which is the word of God. In this season, praise God, when the forecast is overshadowed and you see no hope, no glimmer hope, hope for you, I want you to look into the word of God, feed of the word of God, and let it pump within you a new wave of faith and energy that will not drive you away from God, but draw you into the presence of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. That will enable you to put your trust in God again. A drawing brook in your life, it is an opportunity for a new chapter to open up in your life. Praise God. Yes. It's an opportunity for a new chapter to open up in your life. From Kerith, God was preparing for him to go to Zarephath. Unbelievable. From Israel to the land of Sidon. From Ahab's hometown to Jezebel's hometown. Interesting, isn't it? From the king's homeland to the queen's homeland. God was opening a new door which would baffle everyone or God was opening a new door which would not fall under the radar of Ahab who was seeking to destroy Elijah the prophet. Place God. Last place that Ahab would look for the prophet would be in Jezebel's hometown. Praise God. Drying brooks in our lives, God can use that to open up new chapters in our lives. Drying brook in Elijah's life opened an international corridor for a miracle. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, God commanded, the Bible says, first we read, God commanded the raven. The next thing that we read is, God said, I have commanded a widow in Zarephath to take care of you. Interesting, isn't it? Why all the way to Zarephath? Why? You know, from where Elijah was hiding, from the brook of Kerith to Zarephath, that's a 100-mile trek. It's not like today's today, like where we jump into the car and drive for the next 100 miles, maybe hour and a half, we reach there. 100 mile trek from Kerit to Zarephath. Praise God. Could it be that in a 100 mile radius, there was only one widow who will obey the command of God? Listen to me. The Bible says, God is telling Elijah, I have commanded a widow to take care of you. 
a hundred mile radius crossing the international, the boundaries of Israel, God had to go across the boundary into a foreign land to find one person who will obey the word or the command of God. Jesus in his ministry as it is recorded in Luke 4, 24 to 26, he brings this out. He says that in those days there were many widows in Israel, but the widow in Zarephath was the one who opened the house and provision for Elijah. What am I getting at? Even in the direst needs of our lives, even in the direst need of this widow's life, God had confidence in her obedience. Praise the Lord. Can heaven trust you for a miracle? Praise the Lord. Can he send a miracle worker into your life? Can he send a miracle worker your way? Heaven wants to jumpstart something unique, something wonderful for you. But the question is, can heaven trust you for a miracle? Praise the Lord. Imagine, in a hundred mile radius, a widow in a foreign country was Willing to obey the command of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Elijah would learn that God wants a woman to experience a miracle. Praise God. God did not send her to the miracle worker, but the miracle worker to her. Listen to me. Who can make the hundred mile trek? You think? the impoverished widow and her son could walk all the way to this man of God or the man of God who was well fed by God can walk up to her. God understands where we are. He understands our energy. He understands our stamina. He understands our tenacity. He knows whether we are going to obey. So what God does is he orchestrates two people who are willing to obey. On one end, it's a man of God who is fine-tuned to God, willing to obey. And on the other end, it's a woman who is willing to obey God even in the most direst circumstances of her life. And guess what? When these two come together, what happens? A miracle. Praise God. God puts together two unlikely people and uses each other's experience for a miracle. Elijah would bring the miracle. The woman will give him a place. Amazing, ain't it? God connects two needy people together and meets both of their needs. What does that mean? It means that God wants to bless you in a mess. 
Praise God. In your messy situation, in your hopeless situation, in a situation where everything has run dry for you, in a lifeless situation, God wants to initiate fresh hope, fresh life, new lease of life, new ways, unconventional methods, and unleash a blessing and unleash the provision of God provided you and me are willing to act on the command of God. Praise God. God wants to jumpstart your meager resource. Hallelujah. He does that by sending a travel-weary, hungry man of God to her. In her time of trouble and trial, she gave what she could do, what she could to someone else. Praise God. What's, what are we saying? Well, this is what it means. Get your eyes off your problem and look across. You will see someone who is struggling, someone who is hungry, someone who is tired, someone who is thirsty, someone who is high and dry. Praise God. And that would be an opportunity for you to bless them. As you bless them, you allow God to open a shutter from heaven and pour out a blessing upon your life which will sustain you throughout the season. Praise God. Quite often we say, Lord, if you bless me, I will give. Give first and the blessing is released. My friend, in this lockdown, could it be that God has a plan to sustain you by giving you an opportunity to use your final meager resources to jumpstart a miracle for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, from a dried brook, from a dying brook to the house of a widow, God opens a running brook in her bowl. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, the brook of Cherith was replenished by the water that flowed from the hill. But the brook in the bowl, in the house of the widow, was initiated and replenished by God who created the hills. Amen. When the brook of Cherith eventually dried out, Praise God. God initiated and he replenished a brook within the bowl to sustain not only Elijah, but this widow and her son throughout the drought and the famine. Praise God. Hallelujah. In this, in a world of Instacart and online orders, remember, each meal is a miracle of God. You and I perhaps living, even though we are going through a pandemic, I don't know how many of us have gone hungry because we didn't have a meal. But let me tell you, every meal is a miracle from God. Praise God. Don't overlook that. Before you are ready to gobble up the next meal, hit the pause button. Bow down and thank God for the miracle of 
provision. Praise God. Let your children and grandchildren see you being grateful to the miracle wonder working God. Praise God. M.D. Babcock, an old M writer, he writes in him like this, and this is how it goes. Back of the loaf, loaf is a snowy flower. And back of the flower is the mill. And back of the mill is the wheat, sun, and the shower. The farmer and the father's will. Let our children see us acknowledge the wonder of our heavenly father behind every meal. Praise God. My friend, can I ask you this morning, do you feel that the God-led brook in your life is running dry? Regardless of what realm it is in, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in finance, whether it's in employment, whether it's in the future prospect, whatever it is, do you feel, feel that it's running dry? I want to assure you, the God that you and I serve is in absolute control of the situations that you and I are going through in our lives. Praise God. And behind the scene, he's orchestrating and synchronizing people, place, and a provision that will sustain you. Have you given up hope? Have you thrown the towel? Are you ready to throw the towel and call it quits? I want to tell you, don't call it quits. Just simply linger. Praise God. He will never let you sit by the dry brook forever. God is orchestrating something. Praise God. Special and unique for you and for me, praise God. Hey, perhaps God wants to use you, me, you and me, to be a source of miracle or a channel of miracle. Praise God. Or perhaps God wants to do a miracle in you and for you. Praise God. Either way, position yourself in such a place that you're ready, willing, available for God's providence to be ushered into your life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God can initiate a brook for you, a life-giving line for you, a life-giving source for you in the most driest, hopeless situation of your life. Praise God. God is in control. Amen. God is in control and he wants to do something special and unique for you and for me. We're going to pray now. Before we pray, we're going to sing. I want you to come. The choir is going to come. We will sing. Praise God. Come. We'll sing one stanza. And after that, we will pray and we will conclude this service. Praise God. Hallelujah. If God is sending you to a spot of miracle or the miracle coming to you,
either way, you have to be ready for a miracle. Praise God. Hallelujah. When God scans your neighborhood, when God scans your town, when God scans your nation, would he find you and me ready and available to become that person who would open up for a miracle to start right in our home, in our kitchen, in our storehouse, in our words, in our actions, in our deeds. Praise God. Yes, he wants you and I to experience a supernatural work of God. It's available even when you think that your God-led brook is running dry. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. As we sing this one stanza, I want you to look into your own life and ask yourself, where are you? Are you positioned in such a way that you are within the reach of God? What does that mean? God can reach anyone, anywhere. But are you, do you and I have a spirit that's willing to respond to God? Can God trust you with a word? Can God trust you with a command? Would you be obedient to his command? And thereby allow God to initiate a blessing, a miracle, a wonder in your life. Amen. Praise God.